There it is. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It is a terrific Tuesday. It's a giving Tuesday. It's the best because it's the Nudelberg Daily Huddle, and we're here to share and be together again today. Um, we're right back in the flow. I don't know about you, but yesterday was back to back to back to back to back. I mean, it was, uh, you know, and I'm very grateful. I had this conversation with a couple of people about have to versus get to, you know, I mean, like, oh, I have to do that. <laughs> it could be worse, man. You could be uh, you definitely know, have a get to job. Yeah. Definitely have a get to job. We get to work with the people that we do. Um, yeah. And it was, a, you know, the morning was was calls. And then in the afternoon, got to uh, get back to prospecting a little bit and just had some great LinkedIn interactions. Like, oh, you had I, a doozy one that we'll share on Friday because yeah. we'll, uh, we'll do some more. Um, a lot of people asking for the wall in the hall, baby. <laughs> I just, yeah, like, and, you know, it's it's just validating. Like, every time you get back to it and you get back to doing it the way that you do it and you hear people's responses, you hear how people found you, you create new conversations and new dialogues, and you have, you have opportunities or you have opportunities to meet people everywhere. Toronto, right? I mean, it, like, it doesn't matter. Like, it really doesn't matter where people are. You Everybody figure out a way to connect. Super cool. It really doesn't matter. Before it gets away from us, I want to give a shout out to Mr. Billy Riley. Um, welcome aboard. He reached out. Jeff Bishop said, hey, you got to be with these guys in the morning. So, Billy, welcome. Thank you for uh, uh, joining us. We, we get together every morning and we bring it hard every morning. So, uh, welcome aboard. Um, you know, I, I think... You know, this I brought this analogy up and it's kind of old school, but prospectors back in the day, you know, went west, was hard to get west to, you know, you know, mine for gold. You know, they'd like yep. make a plate and sift through all the sand looking for that, you know, that piece. It's the same thing here, man. If you expect just because you decided to send an email, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you know, they're not responding to me. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? You know? right, right. <laughs> on the planet. Oh, I decided that on Monday morning after the holidays, you should take my call. It's stupid. It just doesn't make so sense. So there is this one thing that gets me on LinkedIn, though. And then this is the last thing. And then we'll get to morning uh, wake up music. But when I'm connected with someone on LinkedIn, right? And I do it my way where I send the note. They don't respond, but they accept me into the network. I follow up with a video. They don't respond. I give them one more shot where I reach out to them. And I'm spacing this out. But then they'll like something of mine. They'll like my post. They'll comment on my post, but they won't respond to the message. Random. I'm like, I don't get how this works. <laughs> People lost in the mall. They're just... You know, walking around browsing, they have no idea. Like, I really appreciate you liking the content and and great comment on it. But but like, let's connect. Like, I'd love to actually get to know you. Oh, There's oh. three messages I'm trying to get you to respond to. You know, this is so great. But I would love to actually create our own skit about LinkedIn. <laughs> LinkedIn is a networking event. If you behaved in person the way you do on LinkedIn, you look like right. a right. <laughs> you know, walk right up to somebody and go like it <laughs> it's like somebody coming up to you and like patting you on the back and going i really like what you're doing and then turning around and walking away and never talking okay. to you again that's a nice tie <laughs> Just, you know, 
it's like there's no uh, common sense uh it's very break it down if you really want to you got to pay attention to people you got to put good stuff out there but god we could talk about that all day long you got a packed show today my let's get to the wake up music and then we're gonna talk about some headlines and talk about what's happening in the world Before we jump in, you know, there was so much that happened yesterday. It was great to reconnect with all of my Monday coaching clients. But, you know, we have this thing, how we manage our calendars. You know, we call it on demand. And Todd Pearson, not even a client yet. You know, he's agreed to start in January, but he had something. And he said, would you be willing to spend time with me? Yes, I'd be willing to spend time. <laughs> minutes turned out to be 45 minutes but it was fantastic. So, you know, when you talk about giving Tuesday, you know, the reality is you can give so much that has nothing to do with money. People think yep. money. You give your time, your energy, your insights, your thought leadership, your companionship, your friendship, all of that stuff works. So before we get to giving Tuesday, the, the, the football world is the, the carousel is in full spin right now. Coaches are leaving jobs, taking new jobs. And I thought there was a really interesting thing that happened yesterday that is very, very appropriate for the leaders to talk about. So the Louisiana State job, LSU, is open. Brian Kelly decides yesterday that he's going to leave Notre Dame to go to LSU. Now, the news broke basically immediately, so he hadn't had the time. She is <laughs> <laughs> a Notre Dame fan, so he right. the ex. <laughs> so he, here's, the, here's the insight behind Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly is the winningest coach in Notre Dame history. Nobody in the history of the school has won more games than he has there. He's been to BCS championships. He's been to bowl games. He's been to the playoff now. I mean, he, he's – been very successful at that program, never won a national championship. He's leaving LSU for more money, but we all know that Notre Dame has a blank check and can write from donors anywhere around the world and could match anything money-wise. But so a couple things to talk about here. Number one, he did something very, very cool. Shay, show me the text. So before he was able to get back to meet with his players to tell them in person, the news broke. And instead of ignoring it, he sent a text message to his entire team. And the first thing he did was apologize for the late night text and not being able to share the news with them personally. Okay. Then he goes on you to say, look, there's more. Man. We'll talk about more with, about what's going to happen. Give him but- kudos. That's a, that's a coward, man. Jake got it right. Send a video. Do it in person. Go <laughs> okay. up, man. Come on. Come on. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, Send a video would be great. <laughs> Coming from that world where they barely know how to use their phones, I'm surprised <laughs> that he was even able to send the text messages. Right. But, yes, the fact that he took the uh, accountability, though. Most Correct. head coaches don't even say anything. Most Correct. head coaches don't even show up. They don't even have the team meeting. They're just up and gone and out of there. 
he at least had the self-awareness and the extreme ownership to say, hey, guys, this is not the way I wanted you to find out, but we'll talk more about it. Now, here's the next part about it, that I don't know how he's going to do this. How do you explain to a team that you're leaving when they know it's not really about money? They know that you're the winningest coach and you're not getting fired. Deep down, they have to know that they're leaving because you're leaving because you don't really believe you can win there. How do you do that? You know, um, we're all individuals that are part of an ecosystem. As an individual, I think you got to respect the fact that the guy wants to change. He wants to challenge himself again. There's another mountain. And so it's not necessarily about, I can't do it at Notre Dame, although you and I would sum up that that's the case. He can't recruit that way. Maybe, and this is truth of life in general, maybe the change is good for Notre Dame. Maybe the change is good for him. Maybe like Jake said, which is so great living with Jake because he's on Twitter. He's getting this shit like real time. And he goes, oh, here's another one. Boom. So he comes out with a theory that Urban Meyer leaves Jacksonville, goes to Notre Dame, brings Dan Mullen. They recruit the hell out of that school and win a national championship. So, you know, the mix up, you know, in life is what you learn to expect. Pat Riley, who was fantastic, who I learned so much from, said, the only thing you can count on in life is change. So embrace it. Maybe Brian Kelly is just embracing the change. He's had enough. He's been there. He's done it. It can't get over the hump. Is that a coward move? Is that a great move? Here's the conundrum of being in coaching or being a leader. You're committed to those kids. You, you recruited those kids saying, I'm here for you. I'm here for your success. Yeah. And now, oh, by the way, I'm leaving to go somewhere else. Well, I think that's a whole nother can of worms where I think as coaches, and we can talk about this fraternity, our responsibility is always to the person we're coaching that went out the window a long time ago when you got guys who would, you know, would have been happy coaching high school football. And someone said, Hey, why don't you come over here? I'll pay you $10 million. Like $10 million. What are you talking about? I won the lottery. You know, it's like, so, so oh, by the way, the number of the, uh, the number of the day is a hundred million dollars. Lincoln Riley is getting 110. Brian oh, Kelly is going to get a hundred. Lincoln Riley is not only getting 110. His deal, which is insane, yeah. is they're buying his houses in Oklahoma. Yep. They are paying for a $6 million house in L.A. And he has unlimited private use of the jet for his family. But, like, oh, by the way, we can't play the players. But, oh, by the way, we don't, we can't pay the players. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. The system is broken. And it, at what point does it implode? I think kids are super jaded now which is unfortunate. They're learning to expect you can't trust the people above you. That's a culture that is just really damaging that will bleed into it. We will all feel that as those kids enter the, the workforce. You know, it's unfortunate. They will have trust issues because they get lied to. Oh, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. See ya, you know? I love it. And Lori, I, I agree with you that, you know, he could have tried to get ahead of it. It does happen fast in that world. Like before you know it, it's out there on social media and there's, you know, non-disclosures and there's, there's all these other no, things no, that go it, into those deals. One other, one other comment though. Um, Adam Schechter got roasted 
for posting something about um, uh, the uh, what's the Arizona coach going back to college. Correct. Because he only has one year left on his contract. So right. <laughs> now there's all kinds of leverage going on, which we could talk about leverage all day long. I mean, that's just craziness. All right. So good, great conversations about college football. There's one more thing that happened in college football that's going to lead us to our Giving Tuesday conversation. Shay, show me Jim Harbaugh's headline. So Jim Harbaugh decided that go, he's going to give all of his bonus money to the Michigan Wolverines athletic department staff who had to take pay cuts due to COVID-19. So this is an unbelievable act of kindness. And oh, in case you're wondering how much money those bonuses are worth, they're most likely going to make the playoff, assuming they win the Big Ten championship. But so he got $500,000 for beating Ohio State and winning the East. He'll get another $500,000 for winning the Big Ten. And all in all, if they win the national championship, he will make $3.5 million in bonuses <laughs> that will go back to the athletic department to help his colleagues who had to take pay cuts. Super cool move on Giving Tuesday. But let's call it what it is. He's going to get an extension for $10 million. <laughs> I can be as generous as you want when there's playing with house money, man. Well, that's what I said to Jake. I said, right now it's like $500,000. He's thinking, yeah, I'm happy to give that back. I hope look they win me. the national championship. And it's all 3.5. You know, this is, I will give you 500. I will gladly pay you on Tuesday. Yeah. Thank <laughs> <you>. <laughs> so we're going to talk more about giving after we come back from the motivational morning music because it is Billy Idol's birthday. So we're going to take it back to Billy Idol. Last night, a dancer came dancing to my door. Last night, a angel came pumping on my floor. She said, Come, baby, got a license for love. And if it expires, pray help from the So happy I actually was fortunate to see him live. I saw him young, do when he was young, and then I saw him at Sunfest. He was doing. Uh, he was one of the guys at Sunfest years ago. <laughs> he came back, and even though he was old, 
he can light the stage up, man. You, you cannot stand still listening to that. Joseph Gonzalez says, uh, you know, White Wedding. I, when I heard it was his birthday, that's the song I would have played. But this was much more. Bro. Rebel yell, baby. More, more, oh, more. Oh, oh. <laughs> and so the, the the giving conversation is taking off in the comments already. And Joshua David says, what's more important, the act of giving or the motivation behind it? We're actually going to talk about that. But there's nobody better to kick off the giving conversation than Les Brown. Take it away with the video. Now, some of the things that's going to happen when you look out and see what can I contribute to, what can I give? I guarantee you, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to have a voice that's saying, it's just no use. It's, it's out of control now. There will be a voice telling you that you'll be wasting your time and wasting your energy and wasting your effort. I say, don't listen to it. Listen to that still small voice that says, I can do something and I ought to do it. We ought to do it. Ladies and gentlemen, giving creates energy in ourselves and in others. Have you ever helped a blind person go across the street? Or help a senior citizen or give somebody some help? You know, just, you know, held a door for somebody or an elevator. How many of you get a good feeling inside when you do something good for somebody? See, we're really giving to ourselves. See, that's really the law. When you are giving, you are giving to yourself. That's who you're giving to. So you want to give yourself some good gifts. There's a principle underlying the concept of giving. The energy flowing through us as we do that love generates abundance in our lives and we are able to reap so much from life as a result of our giving. How are you giving up your life? Do you know to the degree that you are giving to that degree determines how much you enjoy life, how meaningful your life is. The things, ladies and gentlemen, I used to do, I can't do now. That is unbecoming for the role that I have selected with where I am in my life and what I want to contribute to life. It is inconsistent. I can't do it. Even if I desire to do it, I can't do it. No, because it doesn't fit because of my vision of myself and the contribution that I want to make to life. Because it's not enough to give the message. You must also be the message that we must give out of a sense of oughtness. Well, well let, me, let, let me just say that in any... 15 minute period. If you could have Billy Idol and Les Brown. <laughs> yes. It's a winning morning. Right? It's a it is, man. It's like, and we get to talk about this unbelievable <laughs> power of giving. And he ended that with the word oughtness, which the quality or state of being morally obligatory to each such duty. So, I think when you talk, there was a question who said, what's more important, the act of giving or the motivation behind it? There's actually a study that said that shows if you give based on what you want in return or if you give based on trying to receive things in return, it actually can create depression yeah. in you. It, over the long run, it creates negative feelings. It actually makes it harder for you to be compassionate for others and creates long-term depression. You have to give because of the feeling you get inside, not because of anything that you're going to get from somebody else. Yeah, you know, I, I've always said it's a selfish thing. You know, when you decide to give, number one, it's selfish. It makes, you know, the, it's internal. 
you know, whether anybody knows or not, you know, but if you subscribe to the laws of the universe, laws of attraction, right? You're not going to get it one for one. You know, if I give to you, I don't need to get back from you. Something's going to land on my plate. That's going to blow my mind. And people go, ah, that was so random. I don't know how that happened. No, it's not random. It's how the universe is, it's physics of the universe. That's how it's it creates coming. energy in you it and in others. Exactly what Les said. Right. So it is an energy force. It is a physics thing that, you know, some people say, oh, that's hokey. That's a bunch of crap. You know, no, it's not. Well, it's not. Because, because if you keep score, right. And you've said this going back to football. If you watch the scoreboard, you lose teams lose all the time. Immediately. You know, even in, in sports and life and whatever, can't watch the scoreboard. Same thing here. Just do the right thing. Just give, do more. Robin Sharma says, how about over delivering? How about doing way more than people have asked you to do? That's just not happening. You know, I think in the world of service, hospitality, and, you know, where they get paid to give, they're not even doing it. So, you know, it's like, just, it's a mindset thing. It's a shit. It has to, it, it has to be about the feeling that it creates in you. You have to be chasing that internal feeling. And that to me is a part of being a team, right? That's what I loved about being in a team. And, oh, by the way, maybe that was something that those coaches, maybe that's something Brian Kelly could have given up. You know what? I'm going to give up this opportunity to go at, go to LSU because of what I want to do for these people here at Notre Dame. And my job's not done until I become a champion here. Isn't that a different mindset than saying, um, oh, well, this is more money or maybe it'll be easier for me to win at LSU. No, no, no. I took this job to win here. My job's not done. That could be a great opportunity. I'm giving up that opportunity to stay here for these people. So if you listen to, you know, there's so much packed right. in here. If, if you listen to Warren Buffett, he says the winners in life say no to most stuff. That's right. one of those you could have said no to and just develop so much riches. People know that you were being courted. Staying right. is so much harder than leaving. Right. You know, it's just, um, and it's just bizarre because I read this about somebody had posted this on LinkedIn that they had a really good employee had a great culture. They got a, an offer and said, I got to go. They took that offer. Four months later, he just reached out to check in. They were friends. Hey, how's it going? Well, it's not really what I planned, it, thought it would be. And the guy said, well, I'd be thrilled to have you back. And the girl said, really? Yeah, I never wanted you to leave in the first place. That's just not how we're programmed. It was like, you're out. Don't let the door hit you in the ass. Goodbye. See ya. Don't ever look back. You know, it's it's just different mindset. None of us were trained this way. So when we talk about mental conditioning, you know, if you're conditioned to give everything you have, oh, by the way, in relationships, here's another doozy. Most people say, what part of the relationship am I supposed to give? Most All people say 50-50. <laughs> it's a 50-50 thing. No, it's 100% give. And then what do you get back? You get back 100%. Right. Uh, so I want to close the show just talking about some of the organizations that we're involved with that you can either give time, you can give money, you can give energy, you can give attention, you can give in all kinds of ways. But, you know, American Cancer Society, American Heart Association, like we're, there's no family 
story about why we work with American Heart. We work with American Heart because it feels good to work with an organization that does good things. It feels good to be a part of an organization that does good things, whether it's tied into your personal story or not. It feels good to be a part of those organizations that you know are doing something to help. I want to take that one degree further when you have a friend who's really committed to it and you do it for your friend, it's even better. You know, Andrew Koenig did have situations. His mom and his uncle died. You know, he's committed to it. Helping him do what he wants to do is the ultimate give. We don't have a, a, you know, anything in the race there, you know, thankfully, you know, we do have for diabetes, but you know, helping kids about, you know, learning about entrepreneur, that's, that's passionate. That seems easier than when it's junior achievement, United way, all great organizations to find a way to give on giving Tuesday. So chase the feeling, chase the feeling internally that you get from giving. And when you get that feeling, give a rebel yell more, more, more. Let's go. Let's get after it on a Tuesday, giving Tuesday, do something to make yourself feel good. Let's get out of business. Please don't worry about me I'm about to let my heart speak My friends keep telling me to leave this So let's get down, let's get down to business Let's get down, let's get down to business Give you one more night, one more night to get this We've had a million, million nights just like